when I saw her last picture on Instagram, I thought, what? How on earth has she made this? How did she transform this beautiful woman in Hannah Carlson's book to this queen or angel of death? It's so transformed. I just knew I had to talk to her about this. And that's what I'm going to do in this episode. Name? Sherry Williams. Instagram name? Pipsqueak. Age? 44. Family? One husband, three children, and three dogs. Lives in? Las Vegas, Nevada, USA. Favorite coloring book? Mythomorphia. Favorite pencils? All of them. Hello, coloring book friends, and welcome to a new episode of Passionista Colorista podcast. And welcome today's guest, Sherry Williams. Hi. I want to start with your Instagram name because it's kind of difficult to understand the reason behind the the story behind it. Pipsqueak. So tell us. Pipsqueak is something that my dad used to call me when I was a little girl, and really the meaning just means small and insignificant. And um, he used to always tell me to stop being such a pipsqueak, but. I always thought it was a cute little nickname. I I don't know. I just liked it. So can you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Who are you? Um, I'm just your average American woman, except I'm a little shorter with a lot more pencils. <laughs> <laughs> so how short are you? I'm five feet and I'm almost I'm almost five feet and a half inches. <laughs> but I wear really tall shoes. And how much pencils do you have? You know, to me, I have a lot of pencils. Um, I've got two sets of Prismas, but I only have 64 set of the Polys, which I would love to have more. But I really, I mean, I have enough. I have enough. And then I have, of course, a whole bunch of Crayolas and um, other little cheap brands that I also still use. And uh, how did it start, this uh passion for coloring books? Um, my daughter, my daughter Kennedy, she was diagnosed with Crohn's disease in March of 2015. And in October that same year, she was hospitalized, her intestines ruptured, and she was septic and she was really fighting for her life and spent about six months out of that next year in, in and out of the hospital. And during the time she was in the hospital, I wouldn't leave. I stayed there the entire time. Uh, her first stay was about six weeks long. And during that time, my friend brought her a coloring book with some pencils. And at that time, I had never heard of adult coloring books. And um, she was too weak to really use them. So when she was asleep or, you know, when there was just a long, long hours between the doctors coming in, uh, I picked up her books and started coloring in it and found that it really helped ease the anxiety and pass the long hours and it just really helped and I fell in love with it. How old were, were you, your daughter when this happened? 
She was 19. And how is she now? She's doing much better now. Uh, she was able to finally have surgery and, and now she can eat normally and she's you know, got a boyfriend and living a full life. So everything's good now. But was that first book when you were sitting there at the hospital, what was it? I don't know. I can't. I don't know the name of it. Um, I I could go down and take a look, but I, I really no, don't, you know don't the have name. to. It was just it was just one one of those many books that you would just find in a grocery store. Nothing that was that had a name to it. And was it uh, the same with the pencils? Some cheap. They're just Crayola Crayola pencils. And. Um. And after the, after this, what happened then with your coloring? Well, when she got out of the hospital, I put the coloring away for a few months. But then my sister introduced me to the swear word books. Um, I thought they were hilarious that anyone would put that in a book. And so she got me one and, and I just loved coloring in it. But of course, I would never post those online um, back then. But from there, I found Daria's song and fell in love with her books and started going into the Facebook groups. And from there, someone introduced me to Instagram. And that's really how it started. After that, I didn't, I didn't put the pencils down. My mom uh, bought me a set of Prismacolors and Polly's and my husband bought me also a set of Prismacolors. And I just went from there. But how did you became so good? I mean, I think I know I'm not the only one. I'm talking for a lot of us here. You are amazing. Do you know that surprises me when people think that about me? I I don't see that. I I don't know how I became this way because I don't feel that I am as as good as people tell me I am. A lot of times I think people are lying to me and that they're just being <laughs> kind, you know? No, because we're not. I, <laughs> But um, I guess it's just that I I just do it a lot. I'm always coloring. I even color in my sleep. And that's a true story. <laughs> tell, tell us more about that. <laughs> well, I, you know, um, I struggle with insomnia. And so the doctors had prescribed me a sleeping pill and I'll take it. And when I wake up in the morning, I'll have this wonderful coloring and I'm, I don't remember doing any of it. So like in one picture, the, the one with the flames and the dragon by Manja Mitchell Gates, the one I had colored that dragon in my sleep. I woke up other than the eyeball, the eyeball I had done awake, there was flames in the eyeball, but the rest of the dragon, I don't remember coloring at all. So um, you are like awake, but you're not, you're not awake. <laughs> yes, it's like I'm, it's like I'm sleepwalking, but I'm coloring instead of walking. Very bizarre, <laughs> but I I can color some pretty good things while I'm asleep. <laughs> This is the I, most amazing and fun <laughs> thing I ever heard. I I also it's so strange because I will dream about coloring and it's like my brain's trying to figure out a puzzle and I will dream about one specific thing and my brain will not let me rest it just is coloring and it's trying to figure out like right as of last night I'm trying to figure out how to color blood like pools of blood and so all night long I dreamt about coloring pools of blood it's ridiculous <laughs> and did you know when you woke up how you will, would color it 
Um, yes, I'm going to color it exactly the way I started coloring it. <laughs> so it was all for nothing because I'm still going to do exactly what I did before I fell asleep. <laughs> oh, but doesn't your family notice that you get up and color at night? My husband does. He's actually filmed me doing it before. <laughs> Just to to prove to me that I do it. And and I've learned that when I fall asleep that I have to hide my glitter gel pen <laughs> because everything will be glittered. I love glitter. I love sparkle. Um, oh, my gosh. Speaking of sparkle, did you see Maria's? I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm skipping around. I'm sorry. But did you see Maria Ludwigson's? Um, sparkly metamorphosis girl you have to go see it i have to go see it right now oh it's so sparkly and pretty she put in all glitter all over her face and around her it's just so beautiful i love sparkle but i have to hide my glitter pens because <laughs> of that <laughs> everything will end up glittered <laughs> but you wake up and the picture looks good it's does it's not like as you would draw a color as a kid Uh, just all over the place? No, I. in fact, I think the best coloring I ever did was that dragon while I was asleep. I was so impressed by that dragon when I woke up. And usually I will, I will not see that I've done something good, but sometimes I wonder, did I really color that? Did I do that? Because it's beautiful, <laughs> but I don't remember a single bit of it. <laughs> Now I'm at the Maludvig's Mal- Mal- uh, page on Instagram, and I can see this uh, girl, this woman with a sparkle. Oh, wow, it's yes. so sparkly. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. Yes, I know. Gorgeous. I don't know how she did it. It's just no. beautiful. But is uh, the coloring, I mean, I think for me it has been uh, the coloring and what, did, what the thing you said about trying to figure out, it's like solving a puzzle. Um, it makes it hard to have a lot of other thoughts about maybe worries and things. Yes, I and and that, that's what I love about coloring. It it lets me focus on just one thing, and it is all of it is really a puzzle. You're really just trying to figure out how to to render something that you're that you're seeing on paper, and so it's just fun of figuring it out. It's just a puzzle. But you say that you still get surprised when people are telling you how good you are. Uh, have you have have you had any moment any coloring when you thought for yourself, "Wow, this is quite good." Uh, you know, the other day I I I usually put my coloring away in a closet on a shelf and forget. It, and I never see it again, but I was looking for something and I came across some of my old pictures and I was looking through them. And I'm like, oh, wow, this is good. And I think um, at that moment I realized, okay, yeah, I guess I, I guess I'm good, but I don't realize it af- right afterwards. I think I have to put it away and not see it for a long time <laughs> because I, in the moment, I never think it's very good. But how, how important is the result for you? It's not that important. The result, um, it, I know that it's important to some people that it's perfect. And, and I think that we all have that stress and we all want everything to be perfect. But the more important, it's more important to me, just the process.
But what is it about the process that you like? Oh, gosh, I just like to learn new things. Um, I think that that's what I like. And and also, oh, gosh, I you're going to have to, like, cut this part out because I don't know. I'm You're kind of catching me off guard a little bit just because I'm not exactly sure what I like about the process. The the thing that the reason I color is to turn my brain off. It's to switch all of the thoughts going on in, in my head. And I focus on the one thing. And um, do you listen know. to something when you color or do you sit in silence? I never sit in silence. Not ever, ever, ever. Because if I do, my dogs will all start barking at every little sound. So I always have background noise. If it's not background background noise, it's going to be my dogs barking. So usually, though, it's right now, it's always Golden Girls. It's an old 90s sitcom in I, I don't know if you have it in Sweden, yes, but yes, we have. I just watch old reruns of that because Betty White is hilarious. <laughs> Love her. Yes, it's so really she, funny. Yeah, she makes me laugh. So if it's something that makes me laugh, I don't like anything that is sad or or that will make me cry. I don't like to listen to music because it evokes too much emotion and will activate you know, maybe some negative thoughts. And I don't, I don't like to feel those things. I don't like to feel sad. I only like to feel happy. Where do you sit when you are coloring? Everywhere. (laughs) I have coloring supplies everywhere. I don't have a set place. Um, I used to take over the dining room, but then my daughter started painting. And so now she has the dining room. So my kitchen, my living room floor, my bedroom, the hallway, everywhere <laughs> your hallway <even. laughs> yes yes if you color everywhere do you color every hour I mean do you have like this I color in the evenings I color in the morning or do you have any specific specific times do you when you color no I color whenever I get the chance I I work at home and there's times where there's you know, I have times where I'm really busy and I can't color at all, but then there's a lot of downtime in the middle of the month. And so I can color during the day or in the evening or in my sleep, (laughs) but I color all times of the day and night. And uh, does anyone else in the family likes to color in coloring books? Not really. I keep, I keep trying to tell my husband that he really should color with me, but he just won't. He he just won't. Maybe we need some more manly coloring books. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know why. Uh, it seems to be most my, women. Yeah, my my son started to color one page in Fantasia, but then he gave up. But he draws a lot, and my daughter does paint. So there's a lot of artistic ability in the family. But did you draw and color as kid? I uh, well, colors, I, I did. Um, I loved coloring princess coloring books and Barbie coloring books when I was younger. And in fact, my earliest coloring memory is coloring on my grandmother's living living room floor in a Scooby-Doo book. <laughs> so, but yes, I, I always loved coloring uh, as a child, but I never drew. My mom was a my mom could draw fantastic things. And I was so impressed by her that I never tried because I always would think I could never be that good so I never even tried I really wish I would have but now you I mean you you are drawing now a bit in the books 
Very little, only very little. And what I think people people will see additions and and not realize that sometimes that's not even me drawing. Like like on my Halloween picture, um, the big giant crows. That was I tr- I found an outline of a crow, a vector on on Google, and just held a piece of paper up to my phone and traced that bird shape and then transferred it to the paper. So I I didn't draw those birds. I drew the rib cages, <laughs> but I didn't draw the actual bird. And perfect. Now we have to talk about this picture because I know that it has amazed a lot of people in the community. You did a fantastic and scary transformation of a picture in Magical Dawn. You changed the picture picture completely. Can you tell us what picture it was originally? It is the picture with the, it's a girl holding butterflies. She's got them tied to a string and they're flying behind her. And what did you do with it? Well, okay, so um, <laughs> Yulia from uh, Yulia is coloring. She was telling me about in Romania um, how they cut their lawn with scythes, and I found that so fascinating. And I've been fascinated by these scythes ever since she told me the story. In fact, I just keep thinking how I need to own one because in America, people don't have scythes, and the crazy lady with the scythe, everyone would be terrified of it. No one would ever mess with me. But I've been obsessed with it. So that's what started me. That's what inspired me um, to do this picture was this story of the scythe. And from there, I don't know why it just evolved into this dark thing. But I mean, it's Halloween time. So um, that's how it started. Okay, but take us through this picture step by step. Now we know the idea, but what happened next? Oh, well, I don't know. (laughs) Sometimes I just get carried away and I don't know what I'm thinking. So I started with the scythe, but but my process for a picture is um, I will have an idea or I will see the subject and I'll think, okay, well, what's why so for this it was like well why did she have a scythe well because she was um she's the angel of death and so okay but then what is the angel of death doing well she's mad at the man she married so she's cutting off his head so okay (laughs) i don't know i don't know how to answer this question just that it's halloween time i really wanted to color a scythe and and um maya from oh coloring maya Yes. Okay. So she has that October skull color along. So um, I wanted to incorporate the skull in that. I don't know if I'm answering your question correctly, if that's the answer that you're looking for. Oh, yes. It's one of the questions, one of the answers. Um, But then I also want to know, how did you do the transformation of this uh, woman? I know that I thought I was writing in the comments on your Instagram page under this picture that I thought that you had scanned it and changed it in the computer and then printed it and colored on the print. Okay. So, all right. So what I, that is, that is pretty close to what I did. So I scanned the image from the book and um, in the paint program on my computer, I just removed the, the lines of the butterfly and her dress. So it's mostly, mostly what was removed was on that second page with the butterflies and the dress. 
where it has like flowers and stuff coming out of the dress. So I removed the lines on that because I, I thought it would be too difficult to try and cover all of that up. And then on um, toned tan, not toned tan, toned gray, Strathmore toned gray paper, I printed those two pages. And the toned gray allows you to pretty much cover any lines that are left. So that's how I was able to cover up the butterflies in the dress and the lines I didn't want. And what did you use to cover the lines that were left that you still wanted to not show? Just pencil. Just what, you know, I put on so many layers of pencil that it pretty much covers all of the lines. And uh, if you look closely, oh, please don't like zoom in. It's so bad if you <laughs> zoom in. But if you were to zoom in, you could still see some of the lines. Like she has a lot of little dots, uh, little circles all over the image. And you could see... Um, the line of where her dress was and, and the line of her face and her hair, all of those things, the, those lines are still there. But you made her into this, I mean, it's a skeleton. And yes. How, how, and the, and the head, you must have drawn that. The, the head I head. had, yeah, the head I had to draw and, Oh, he's so flat looking. I feel really bad for him because when you look at it, he looks so strange. But I mean, he's a severed head, so he can't look beautiful. But um, this skull was, I mean, it's just a reference picture. I ha I always have so many reference pictures. In, and, you, you know, I just found one where it was a side view of a of a skull. And I just colored in the shades of that. Her face is still underneath that. I didn't change her face it was printed you can't believe that but the face is behind <laughs> that so yep, her face is different. there <laughs> I know. and I know. you have this uh, fog in the back how uh -huh. did you do that that's just pencil um the the fog is pretty easy because when you're using the the toned gray paper it allows you to add a lot of color on top of colors so it's not so hard to to put in some white um and then some of the areas I would I knew that I was going to have fog in that area so I would color around it so I would leave that mostly mostly a light color do you color in the books or do you mostly color on toned paper I, I do both. It just depends on what I want to do to the image. If I'm making a lot of changes, it's easier to do it on toned paper or if I know I'm going to put in a lot of layers. Um, but there's some books like, oh my gosh, Serene. I colored a page in Serene recently and that book is, the paper in there is divine. I would never ever need to change the paper. <laughs> I could color directly in that book. Do you remember the first time you tried to make an uh, a change or addition to a picture? Yes. My first big addition was the Golden Gate Bridge on in a Daria song book. She had this page that was mostly blank and and I knew that I had seen a, an image of the Golden Gate Bridge recently and I knew I wanted to draw that in there. So I did and the clouds in it were terrible, but the bridge was pretty good. And I just fell in love with transformations at that point. 
But that then you draw. You drew that yourself. Yeah, I drew that myself. I can't believe it. I didn't trace it. I just used a ruler and pencil. I'm pretty impressed I could do that one. Yeah, I've seen it. It's amazing. Thank you. And I also um, read a funny note that you <laughs> you you really like this book, but you you feel that her parents are no no good parents. <laughs> yes. Every time I would color in that book, I always thought, oh my gosh, what kind of parents would leave their child <laughs> in the middle of the night? And then she's like, you know, climbing up ladders on helicopters or something. <laughs> you know, it's just crazy. But yes, I did think that. And I think, I guess I think too much sometimes when I'm coloring, but it's it's those types of thoughts that I'm trying to to shut off when I'm coloring. So I don't color in her books as much anymore. But what was it about them that uh, made you fall in love with them from the start? You know, her images are just so easy to color and she leaves enough um, blank space to add things and to have an imagination that I just really love her style of book. And I love that she has so much variety. There's there's faces, there's flowers, there's you know just magic in it and I just like that variety that she has in her books and the simplicity but what is your favorite book right now you told us in the start Mythomorphia is probably my favorite book um but really I like all of the books <laughs> I really do I don't own very many of them but but I I do admire them all for different things How many books do you own? I own 10, which I thought I thought was a lot. How many do you own? Oh my. I think I might have hundreds. Oh <laughs> well, my god. Maybe 100. Oh my gosh. How do you ever decide what to color? <laughs> I actually color in a lot of them, but I of course I have my favorites, so uh yeah, and maybe that's why I like color alongs. So I color pictures <laughs> that can fit into color alongs. <laughs> Oh, I love color alongs too. That's my favorite. But ten books, then you can name all the all of them for us. Which books do you have? Um, <laughs> the Magical Dawn and Daydreams, which I wasn't ever planning on owning owning Daydreams, um, but I bought it for the Katrine color alongs. Um, the library, mysterious library. What's the Daria song name? I I can't remember the time, not time garden. Yes, I think that that must be what it is. I don't know. I can't remember all the names. Um, the Thomas Kincaid one. I don't remember the names. That's okay. <laughs> I just know I've got ten: Serene, Fantasia, Mythmorphia, uh, the Time Chamber. Yeah, I don't. I'm sorry. I don't know. But there are so many beautiful books out there. How do you resist? How can you resist them? Well, I mean, sure, I I want to have them all, but I don't really need them. Um, I don't know. I could color any page, and I have so many uncolored pages that are beautiful. But I guess what it, it's just you don't need to accumulate more materials. You just need to 
I don't know, color what you have. And to me, it's more, the friends are more important. Um, the community is more important. So I, I just really want to feel part of the community and to see everyone's journey and be part of that journey and, and see everyone's ideas unfold on, onto paper. And you don't need many books for that. You can color any page. You told us this history and the idea for this uh, uh, Halloween masterpiece, but where <laughs> do you find your ideas other times? Well, I always have too many ideas. I have ideas overflowing in my head and it, it <laughs> makes a person crazy sometimes. And I feel really bad for my coloring friends because they have to hear it all the time or tolerate me sending pictures of ideas. But um, a lot of times it's from Pinterest or um, I don't know, I, I, I guess Google and Pinterest and just friends. Another picture I want to talk more about is the Galaxy Girls you and Irina made together. Yes. Um, that one, you know, I I was very touched by how everybody joined these color alongs. I I couldn't believe how many people showed their support during that time. That was very touching. I I didn't know Katrine at all other than through you know encounters here and there on Instagram and but she is close to my daughter's age and so I felt very moved by that and I knew that I wanted to join the color alongs and Eden had also wanted to color along and um, Yulia she picked the page that we were going to color And we kind of just went with that. And originally, we had different ideas of what we were going to color. I was going to color something, and she was going to color something. But then it just kind of evolved into, well, why don't we color something together? And what a neat idea to color an image. You know, we're, we're an ocean apart. We're so many miles away from each other. But we were going to color one page that was going to be, but together they make one. They could stand alone, but together they are one. And we did it after the style of her galaxy butterfly that that she had done, um, that Katrine had done on YouTube. She had done a galaxy butterfly. And so we decided to kind of do the page that Yulia had picked for us and to um, do it kind of in that style as one page. But how did you do your galaxies? Well, oh, goodness. Edina had drawn out the the lady um she had taken the the image from the book and scanned it and removed all of she called them weeds she removed all of the grass and stuff around the lady and then she finished the drawing so she, that she is very talented with drawing so she finished the drawing and then she sent me she emailed me a copy of that and we decided the theme we were going to go for was going to be like like a beach with palm trees and that my side would have the sun and her side would have the moon and that she would have the, the sparkling butterfly and she would mostly be galaxy and I would mostly be sunshine. Um, and I colored my side first and, and wrote down all of the colors I used and then she colored her side and then we had to match them together. And Maria Ludwigson, she, um, seemed the two pictures together the images together to be one image for us 
So you, I thought you maybe colored together at Skype or something, but you colored separately. Yes, with a lot of Facebook messaging. And I think that um, Irina would probably like to have unfriended me at during that color long. <laughs> she is so patient because I am extremely needy and um, very insecure and was messaging her all the time. And I think that in that little small picture that is the size of my hand, it had 33 colors. <laughs> so, so she had to try and incorporate so many colors into her side. But it looks, I mean, you must be proud of the result. You too? Yes. I, I was really proud of how it came together. We didn't tell anybody what we were doing during the process because Well, for me, I can't speak for her, but for me, I didn't tell anyone what we were doing because I was worried that it may not work out because it was something that nobody else had really done. And what if they didn't match or they didn't go together or we couldn't really do what we had planned to do? So um, it was kind of a secret, but it I was really pleased with the result and it was just beautiful in the end. But the thing I loved the most was the spirit of it um, that... We have friends coloring together, oceans apart, and um, we still can come together and make something beautiful. And she didn't unfriend you? <laughs> no, she's so patient. <laughs> I know for a fact that she likes you so, so much. <laughs> yes, she's, you know, I always admired her. Um, I, I was so honored to color with her, and I'm always so starstruck by her because when I first started coloring, I was always very impressed with with the transformations she would make on her pages and the and the details that she would add and especially like her fabrics her red lace and all of these great things that she would do to her pages so it was a a thrill to actually start coloring with her and to collaborate on something like that but when did you start to being friends we became We became friends during a color along, I believe it was in May, for Manja Gates, um, for her goddesses book. And we, me and her were the only two that picked the same page. And I was so afraid to color it because I'm like, oh, my gosh, I, the person that's only coloring the, the page that I'm coloring is this fantastic colorist. And how how is mine going to look? And I was very concerned and worried. But But we just started becoming friends, and she is just so funny, and I just always loved her. So that's that's when we really started talking. And and she lives yeah. in Romania. Yes, in Romania. And we have plans for when we're 80. We're going to be friends, and we're gonna, going to go to work together. <laughs> Did you say 80? 80, 80, yep. <laughs> That was uh, far away. Yes, we have future plans, very future. <laughs> But back to your picture, I'm staring at it right now. And is it also done on toned paper? No, that one, we both used white paper because in Romania, it's very difficult to get any um, the toned paper, the Strathmore that I use. So we both used white paper on that. So how did you do the... The shiny, almost white parts, like the hair and the outlines. Uh, the the hair was left mostly blank. Um, 
So it it was just the white of the paper. All I did was add in some of the colors to make it look like it's glowing. So some of that uh, blues and purples and pinks were added in. And then at the bottom, I reflected some of the sunlight into the hair. But it was all of the white that is in the picture was is mostly just the the white of the page just left blank. It's so beautiful. And you did use Prismacolor. Yes, Prismacolor. <laughs> and how do you use Prismacolor? Do you layer Pris it? I do. I layer so many layers. It's it's really not normal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't ever want the picture to be finished, so I just layer until the paper cannot take any more layers. I love I love Prismacolors. Um, they're so soft and waxy and and smooth. They do, you, you can go a little too far and layer too much and then you get a gunky mess, but um, I use Prismacolors in many layers. And do you start with the darkest or the, the lightest color? It really depends on what I'm coloring, um, what effect I want to go for. If I want something really dark, then I always start with the dark. Um, but if it's skin, I start with the middle tone and I, and I, and I go from there. So like with skin in the middle tone, I would still leave the areas of the highlight blank, but I would go in and start with that middle tone to where the shadows are going to be and start forming the face. And then I would go in with the dark and then the light. Do you have a chart? That depends as well um, how sharp my pencil is, because It it really just depends. I don't I'm not a firm believer that you always need to have a sharp, sharp pencil. And everybody is probably cringing when I say that. But first of all, I don't like spending money. So I try and preserve every part of the pencil I can. Mm -hmm. So in when I'm just doing some light layers and I'm just blocking in color, I won't I don't sharpen my pencils. But if it's something like hair or really small details, um, or I'm really trying to get into the tooth of the paper, then I will sharpen them. Do you blend with a blender stick or something after, or the white pencil? Or I, Again, that just depends on what I'm coloring. Um, I don't use blender sticks. I, I have some that I used to use a long time ago, but I don't anymore because it seems to discolor. So it, it changes the colors of the pencil, so I don't like to use those anymore. Um, sometimes I will use a solvent, uh, mostly only on backgrounds. I don't like to use solvent on um, faces or hair. Um, but mostly I just use pencils to blend in. They just add more layers until I can't add any more layers. A what I found works the best is Prismacolors on the bottom with Polychromos on top. Why is that working good? I think because the Prismacolor is so, it's so waxy, it can only take so many layers, um, but it tends to sit on top more so than the Polychromos. And so with the Polychromos, when you come in after that, it, it kind of pushes that pigment into the paper. It's a harder pencil, so it kind of pushes it down. It just seems to blend it. How do you choose colors for a picture? I am the worst at choosing colors. Let me tell you, I can't even match my clothes. I would wear purple and green and think that it looks great. I cannot match colors. And often I, 
you'll see that some of my pages look like I just threw up a rainbow on them. Um, I, I just, I can't, I can't choose a color palette and stick to it. I'm really awful with that. So I just don't, I just go with it. So you start with some color you feel like, and then you just pick pencils. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that really It's true? Awful. I don't recommend that for anyone, but I have never been able since I was a child to, to see what colors actually look good together and what's pleasing to the eye. So I can't, I just, I give up. I'm not good at it. I'm not going to try to be good at it. I'm just going to do what I like to do. And if I think that color is pretty, I'm going to use that color. <laughs> and still your colorings are harmonical and beautiful. I mean, I wouldn't think that when I watch them. Look at that. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and I'm looking at them right now. Oh, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> Don't look. Don't look. <laughs> You know what's funny is that serene picture um, that I did with the lady in the blue and the green. The one of the main colors in that picture is poppy red. You don't see any poppy red in the picture, but that is one of the main colors in that picture. That that's what I used to make all of the shades, all the shadows in it. Um, in her dress, the dark areas in the dress, everything, everything that is a dark area in there has poppy red. And how how did you choose that color? I do not know how to use grays. And anybody that has talked to me will know. I just cannot use gray. As I'm horrible. I don't know what they're for. Why do we need so many? In fact, for my birthday, um, Maria, Maria Ludwigson, for my birthday, sent me this little article of why 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 um, there's so many grays and how to use them and still I still can't use them so whenever I need to shade something I will use the opposite color so like for pinks I'll I'll use um, peacock blue uh, or for greens I'll use poppy red things like that it's just it looks better than gray I don't know I don't know what all those grays are for but using the opposite color for Uh, in the color wheel for shading, that is a great method, I think. I'm not using that it that much, but I've heard it before. Yes, and I, I learned that on YouTube um, to to do that. So I I learned that early on in coloring, watching tutorials and stuff. So that's that's where I picked that up, and I've just always used it, and I've never found much use for the grays. I hear a lot of people love the grays, and they use them a lot. Um, to make something lighter or darker or to to desaturate the color but I just will always use the opposite color I'll find the opposite color and use that it's just easier for me than trying to figure out this gray system <laughs> <laughs> I have some other pictures here that you have made that I have questions about and all the pictures we're talking about I mean people can see them at your Instagram account pipquick uh I'm gonna make you send them to me so too, so I can um, put them on the Passionista Colorista Facebook page connected to this episode. And one of them is the love in 30 languages. Oh, which one? I don't remember which. No, one. it's two dancing ladies. Oh, oh my goodness, that <laughs> one's horrible. I like that book. Um. I don't know why I don't color in that book anymore. Why is um, it horrible? I like it. Oh, I, I don't know. It, 
it was an experiment, that book. I used highlighters. Yes, that was <laughs> my question because I read that in the description and I wanted to know what highlighter and how did you do? Uh, I The pink areas, the bright pink in the wall above her has pink highlighter underneath my pencil and the yellow areas behind the curls, it's yellow highlighter because I wanted it to be more to be like a glow effect and I didn't know how to create that back then so I used a highlighter what highlighter was it just um I don't know the name brand it was just something that you buy in the office supply store one was pink and one was yellow and then you used other colors above yeah then the rest is just pencil um just the the glowing parts have highlighter but you said you wouldn't do like this Nowadays, how would you do uh, get this glowing effect if you would do it today? Uh, just with pencils, I don't. Um, I guess I've just learned how to create the the illusion of that without having to use a highlighter. I may use that again some some day if I needed something to be more neon colored. But there's so many pencils out there and so many techniques now that. I've done that before, and now I I want to learn how to do it in other ways. Another picture you have colored is uh, the one with a lot of pandas. Oh, aren't those so cute? It's the same She's... book, Love in 30 Languages. Yes, she did such a good job. You know what I loved about that book is is all of the expressions on the panda faces. They all have a different expression <laughs> and a different personality, and I just loved coloring in the different personalities they were so cute and i adore the picture and your coloring but i also it also made me laugh the description because you wrote too many ideas for this page that i couldn't choose oh my goodness do you know that is my problem with almost every page i have too many ideas and so so i i only colored half of the image because there's another half to that page it's a double page and I didn't color the other half because I wanted to save it for my other ideas <laughs> <laughs> so what was your all your your ideas oh, I don't remember now I know one of them had a waterfall and I I don't know I don't remember any, I just remember the waterfall one is the one that stands out in my head and you um what have you added to this picture all of the background is is added of those little um the little jungle scene behind the pandas um that's all addition that's all it's a lot <laughs> yeah <laughs> i just cover my backgrounds with a lot of colors but you do a forest oh i really i got to see your live um stream today for not the whole thing but just where you were doing the little green background and i'm so glad i saw that because i've been trying to figure out how to do that aged look and now I see how people are doing it <laughs> so thank you <laughs> yes I'm using a new color too a lot and water uh, but I mean this is how did you do this forest it's just colored pencil I, I mostly use colored pencil there's a few pictures where I've used neo color but I, I only have 15 neo colors so I, I don't use a, them a lot um so that is just pencil and it's just, a, you know, I took a ruler and just made a whole bunch of lines and turned them into bamboo trees. 
how do you color the fur? I mean, fur is hard. I know a lot of us. Oh my gosh, fur is very difficult. Um, in fact, there's a page that I did recently with Jasmine where I turned her into Princess Jasmine, and there's a tiger. And I had to Selena uh, colored by me. She is so fantastic that. I, I'm very uncomfortable coloring fur, and so she she did like this little tutorial, and she ended up putting it on her Instagram TV as well, and it, she kind of just showed how she did fur, and I learned that the fur from her. In in this picture, it was done so long ago. I just remember that I just did a whole bunch of weird straight lines and used a gel pen and and thought that it looked fine. Yeah, but that's, that's how I try to do fur. So. Yeah, it was, it's fur is difficult for me, but um, Selena really helped me with that recently and, and I feel a lot more comfortable with it. I think that you cannot underestimate the value of the community, that how, how much help there is. If you want to learn how to do something, go find someone that does it well and ask them because they are so willing to help. Nobody has these deep guarded secrets and they're not going to help you everyone will help you learn how to do something and sometimes you come across somebody that will even make you a video <laughs> so <laughs> it's just really great this community is really great you were you told you said you have 15 new colors and i saw that you had tried them for a background and that you did a short review uh, what the difference was between using new color for a background and pencils Yeah, you know, nail colors was so quick and easy and you could layer on top of them and add the water and blend them. And it was so fast and easy and it came out really beautiful. I I do prefer pencil backgrounds, um, but if you ever just want to be done with the page and you still want it to look beautiful, those nail colors are fantastic. Why they do make you like, beautiful clouds. Yes, they do. But why, why do you like, prefer pencils? I I prefer pencils to just about anything, and I think it's because um, the control. I like to have complete control. I am a control freak. I want to control everything. <laughs> so <laughs> I like to have my pencils um, because I, I know exactly where my lines are going, and I it, it's, it's just a control thing. And I do like uh, my pages to last forever. I don't ever want to be finished, and so... It's a very slow medium, and I can take my time and and enjoy my page much longer. You, you, I'm quite a uh, impatient person, uh, so I like these water mediums like Neo Color too very much because it's, as you said, faster. But yeah. you must have a lot of patience. I do, but the only reason I have this amount of patience is because I have my middle child and he taught me patience. <laughs> I know that sounds crazy, but you, you know, uh, he was crazy and I had to really be patient with him. And I think that before, before becoming uh, his mother, <laughs> I was an impatient person and I wanted everything right away. And, um, It was a valuable lesson and, and it's carried me through many things in life. But uh, coloring with pencils, you it does require a lot of patience. Uh, so I I think that that's why I enjoy it. It's, I just become a really patient person and, and I can enjoy it that way. 
Do you use uh, white Posca pen or uh, gel pen for highlights or for um, uh, what is the word I'm searching for? Sometimes I will use the gel pens. I think it's called Sakura Jelly Roll. Sometimes I will use those. I don't like to use them very much um, because they they like they don't make a straight line. But if you're going to do dots, they're great. But I can't get it to flow evenly. Uh, Posca pens are not easy to get. In the U.S., you have to order them and, and wait forever. And sometimes they're really dry. And I so I don't have I have one white one, but I don't use it very often. Um, I mostly use. Um, it's called, I don't know if I'm going to say it right, but gesso. Yes. It's a, a, an acrylic gesso. And I'll use that. Do you erase a lot? I do. I, I always have an eraser next to me. Um, my favorite is the Derwent electric eraser. I use that a lot because I make many mistakes. My eyesight is not so good anymore. I'm getting old. So I have to erase a lot. Um, but so yes, yes, I do. Do you ha have any other favorite tools for your coloring? Um, can people be tools? <laughs> Maybe. My favorite tools are, are my friends. Um, They help me with everything, uh, what color matches and what I can put here, what idea I should use. That's my number one tool is my friends. And then my second favorite tool is my iPhone because I look it up to for I use it to look up reference pictures or um, sometimes I have to take a picture of what I'm coloring to see what other people will see. I know that sounds strange because I have the image in front of me. I should be able to look at it, but I can't for some reason see it objectively. Um, and then the my pencil sharpener, which is it's I don't know how to say it. It's spelled K-U-M and it's a little steel sharpener. And if you use Prismacolors, it's probably the best sharpener because you can change the blades out and it. Just as it makes it so that they don't break, the cores don't break inside, which a lot of people have a hard time with. But that is, those are my three best coloring tools. What are your favorite colors? What pencils, which pencils are shortest in your set? Uh, my shortest pencils, of course, white. I think everybody's shortest is probably white. But, um, okay, so I have this weird thing about pencils. I don't like them to be different lengths. So if I if I have certain pencils that are taller than the other pencils in my next picture, I will have to use those pencils. So I kind of rotate the colors around a lot. But I am more drawn to aqua colors, like blue-greens, than any of the other colors. Orange, I've noticed on your pages you use a lot of orange, and I have a hard time using orange, but I see that you can make them look so beautiful. And the only thing I ever think to use them for is the sky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I might, maybe I do use. <laughs> My first uh, polychromos was actually uh, orange, and then I bought all the polychromos yellows and oranges and to the reds. So, yes, I guess I like them. 
Yeah, I mean, you do beautiful colors with orange that is not just in the sky, and I love that. <laughs> I need to use more orange. What are your best coloring tips? Oh, my best coloring tips. Um, first of all, the lines in the page are just suggestions. Don't pay attention to them. Um, just use use your own imagination. The artist has suggested what the page should be, but it's up to you ultimately what that page will be. Um, uh, the, and tracing things, that's okay. You didn't draw the original image, so you don't need to worry about um, having something drawn in. You can trace things. If you want to add something and you don't have the ability to draw it, trace it. Nobody cares. Just trace it. It's fun. So those are my, those are my coloring tips. Oh, and, and use opposite colors. We talked about that before. You don't have to just use grays and blacks to shade. And tutorials are wonderful. A lot of people don't like to watch them. You don't have to only watch colored pencil tutorials. There, you can apply any artistic tip. Um, sometimes I'll watch airbrushing tutorials. I don't own an airbrush, but I can apply those techniques to my pencils. And in fact, that's how I did my flames is I watched airbrushing tutorials and applied what he used doing his airbrush to my pencils. So don't limit yourself. Watch all sorts of mediums you learn from, from them. That's probably all my tips. <laughs> I wish I could sleep color. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> you, you do not wish that. <laughs> You won't rest ever. You will always feel tired. <laughs> okay. Okay, then. <laughs> <laughs> it's hol it's uh, soon Halloween, and I know that's huge in the U.S. Uh, uh, it has come to Sweden uh, a little the last 10 years, but what is the thing about Halloween? Tell me. It, it surprises me when I hear um, that other people don't celebrate the same way that we do here. And I know that that is a typical American thing that we kind of live in our own small world. Not all of us, but many of us do. Um, so it is just something that I've always grown up with. It's, it's really big here. And, um, my goodness, it's, it's not as big as Christmas, but it's a close second. And, uh, you know, it's just a fun time. You get to decorate and carve pumpkins and and go, you dress up in crazy costumes and go trick-or-treating and get lots of free chocolate and get really fat. It's just great. I, it's so much fun. And it's, I love to scare people. And to me, um, what I love about coloring is Halloween is Christmas in the coloring community to me because there's so many ideas and it's the one time you could take these beautiful pictures and turn them into something scary and ugly and and everybody still thinks it's wonderful <laughs> so that's part of the the inspiration with the color along that we're doing yes you have your co-hosting yeah uh color along tell us more yeah, I, you just take a beautiful page, and, and the coloring community is full of beautiful pages. It doesn't have to be just the Grazia page that we have posted. Uh, it could be any page, any page that was meant to be a pretty page and turn it into something, give it some sort of element of spooky or creepy or or scary. 
It doesn't have to be a huge transformation like the page I did. It could just be that you added fangs to a beautiful girl with some blood dripping down or if you turned a a flower into a Venus flytrap or something, you know. It doesn't have to be something big. It's something that everybody can do. After this, such a huge project as your latest coloring, how do you feel after? Is it empty? No, I'm already on to another page. <laughs> I usually have something planned ahead of time before I finish a page. And what is next project or next picture? It's really strange that I'm coloring another Hannah Carlson page because I she's not really um, an artist that I thought that I would enjoy so much, but I love to transform her pages. Uh, she she allows me to be a little bit more creative, so I am coloring one of her pages, and it's almost done. What is it? It's just a blank butterfly. Isn't that funny? You buy a book and you buy, and then you color a page that's just an outline. It's so strange, but that's what I'm coloring. <laughs> I'm coloring it in a Halloween theme. Are you going to color anything this weekend? Uh, if I'm not, if I finished this page, then I will be coloring uh, probably a Grazia page in a Halloween transformation. I just haven't decided which one, but sometimes my plans change. But how long does it take for you to finish a picture? It just depends. Um, gosh, it takes a lot of hours, but, but um, it can take anywhere from two weeks to a month. Wow. Is that long? For me, it's <laughs> long, but, you know, uh, this oh, okay. fast, impatient person who wants to finish things. Oh, and I try to like draw it out. I don't ever, I, I would continue coloring the same page over and over. It will until I get sick of it. As long as the paper will allow me to continue adding things to it, I'll just continue adding things to it. And uh, is there anything else you want to add or have you covered it all? Uh, I do want to say one, one thing that um I do love this coloring community. I, I have met so many wonderful people and I love how it takes this giant earth and it really closes the geographical distance between us and brings us together. And I've met so many wonderful people and I've learned about so many people's cultures. Um, for instance, Aika, Aika's coloring. Uh, she's from Indonesia. And when I got Serene, I was looking through it and there's these people that have these fantastic hats. And so I messaged her and asked her what was the story behind the hats and it ends up that it's part of their wedding costumes and um or wedding dresses I don't know how to what the proper term would be but she started sending me pictures of the different regions that wear the different hats and I just found that so interesting and you know um we're in a community where many of us struggle with depression or anxiety or physical illnesses. To have a common goal like that is just beautiful. And so I'm just really thankful to be part of this community. And that's it. Wonderful. And we're so happy to have you in the community. And guess what? Your dogs, they were all were almost silent all the time. <laughs> almost the whole time. I'm very impressed. <laughs> Because you said before that that would be the hardest challenge. Oh, yes. And it is. I have all three of them 
laying on this bed with me and I'm just trying to keep them calm. I'm petting all three of them. <laughs> As we speak, I'm like one hand's on this one, the other one's on that one, and I'm alternating. <laughs> Do they, are they normally with you when you color? Yeah, they're always with me. Um, the two little ones, my, the third, the third larger one is actually my daughter's service dog. She has a service dog and she trains service dogs. So, um, but she is in Yosemite right now on vacation with her boyfriend and she has left her dog because there's, uh, bears there. And so just to keep him safe, he's here. So he's been hanging out with me too. He likes to put his head on my coloring pages and slobber mm. on them. So it's been very fun. <laughs> <laughs> I just want you to send me this picture we were talking about. Now I, I got to make a confession to you. If I, if I don't have the photo stored, I may not be able to send it only because <laughs> when I am done with a picture, I destroy them, not destroy them, not all of them, but I experiment on them new techniques when I'm done <laughs> to see if it will work on another page. So some of them I may have um, done experiments on, but I will so see what I have. After you have done taken the picture of your finished picture. <laughs> And posted uh-huh. it on Instagram. You actually do other <laughs> stuff with them. Sometimes, yes. Not all of them, but some of them. Because I want to see how to use a certain thing or if something will work on top of pencil or or what it would look like. Like if I had an idea, but I wanted to take a picture first before I did that idea, just in case it ruined it. Then, Yeah. <laughs> Most of them, it's experiments with glitter, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's so embarrassing. I've I've experiments on my own pictures, but that's what I do. It, it helps you get better, you know. It helps you learn learn new things without destroying your final picture. Wow, I've learned so much from this talk. Thank you. Thank you. Goodbye. Okay, Before I end this program, I would like to say a big thank you to my three biggest supporters right now, my three patrons for this podcast. I'm so happy that you wanted supported. Marie753C on Instagram from New Zealand. You have always been so kind and commented and uh, talked good about this podcast. And now you're my patron too. Thank you so much. And my, the other Marie, Miao Remakes, on Instagram. She has this drip drop along right now. And uh, thankful that you wanted to support me too. And, of course, Matilda. You were the first one, my first patron, Matilda Sister Easter on Instagram. And I also made an episode about her earlier. So you can scroll scroll down and listen to that if you have missed that. Thank you so much, and uh, I wanted to tell you all about this new patronship. Because of my daytime work, I cannot have commercials on the podcast or connected to my YouTube channel, but my podcast actually costs me quite a lot every month. So if you want to be my patron and support it with some money, you can do that. You can find more information about this if you go to my podcast on Podbean or if you go to passionistacolorista.com, my website, and click the link, support me. 
And there are different levels of uh, patronship. Uh, you're going to get your name, of course, mentioned here in the show. And uh, at some level, there are early access to the programs and uh, some extra materials and even uh, some exclusive episodes. So please do that if you want to and feel that you can do that. Anyhow, I'm so happy you listened to this episode and uh, have a nice day. Color a lot. Goodbye.